New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. This is gold right now, dude. Don't worry about it. I like the way you say don't worry about it, but we worry about it. It's Adventures in Dadland, episode 56. What? My name is Colfax. 45, I'm just up a bro. Come on, 40, 45. 45. And this is the, the first week of, of March. We are the Ides of March. No, it's March 10th. It's the Ides of March <laughs> today that we are uh, doing this. We are one week before uh spring whatever you do with the clock spring back because it's springtime you fall forward and you spring back and set your clock back I an hour next saturday back and you spring forward now like dude you, you spring back backwards no no spring forwards no no you spring back because you're like man it's nice outside and then in november or whenever you fall forward because you're like it's winter bro no, I don't think that's right. That's true. Nope. You should Google it. It's Adventures in Deadland, uh, <laughs> episode 54. Uh, 45, hey, 45, 45. I don't know what it is, dude. 69. Um, yeah, it's a big week, man. Like, we've got a, a lot going on. We, uh, we were talking about vaccines uh, just a second ago, and I think that will kind of guide us through this episode. I got to tell you, I have uh, like a huge, you know how the millennials say FOMO? Are you officially a millennial? I am officially a millennial. I mean, because I punch down man. on millennials all the time. So if dude. I ever do that when we're talking, I'm sorry, dude. Like, oh. I don't mean it's not you. I can say on behalf of all millennials that I know, we all hate millennials as well. So, so the millennials <laughs> call it FOMO, which is the fear of missing out. And that could be a whole nother conversation. But oh. I have the FOMO of people getting vaccinated. It's really affecting me a lot right now this week. Mm-hmm. And it's really bleeding into my parental style. So my parents are both vaccinated and my wife, because she works in a medical facility is really vaccinated. Oh, see. So you're surrounded so, by vaccinated people. I'm the only person in my house. Well, not the kids, but like, I'm the only adult in my house. that's not vaccinated, but I don't mm-hmm. care about that because my parents are old and my wife is working in, in a place where they do things. So I can't, I, I understand. Like I'm an idiot radio advertising salesman that works from home. So like, I don't really need it, but like on Facebook, I was just seeing the other day, I had a couple people on my Facebook feed that were like, Hey, I'm vaccinated. And I immediately looked Mm. at that. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Why do you get that? That's what I thought, dude. And maybe that's Mm. not right. I don't know. Like what if they have cancer or something? I don't know the answer to that. Like maybe they've got like two predetermined conditions. You know what? I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. And I, but I see it and I'm like, yo man, how come you have a vaccine and I don't. And I know somebody that's a part-time like daycare center worker. Right. Mm -hmm. And they only work like 
I don't know, part, part time, but they got vaccinated. And part of me is like, yeah, that's good, man. Like if they're going to be around kids, like you shouldn't be. But on the other side, I'm like, yo, you work like one day a week. Like, how did you end up in the one A category? Like, what is that's that? Awesome. I'm, and it's not right. I mean, I don't know these people's stories, dude. Obviously, they have a compelling enough reason to get vaccinated because the state allowed them to be in that group. Like, I'm not a epidemiologist or immunization expert. So, like, who am I to judge? But, like, I want a freaking vaccine because mm-hmm. I want to go out. Dude, and I these think- people are like. These people are like, oh, I got a card. And I'm like, why did you get a card? And I didn't get a card, bro. Is that not, that's not right for me to think like that, is it? No. I, okay. So on one half, half of my brain is right there with you. I have mm-hmm. extreme FOMO. That is exactly what I, I deal with that on a daily basis, by the way. If something's happening that everybody else is in on, it's so easy to talk me in on something because I have that. Um, but on the other half of my, you know, the other way I'm thinking about it, it's like, dude, there are some people that have gotten the vaccine and I think it's just their company being savvy and knowing how the system works to request it so that they can then vaccinate their company, like company wide or whatever. Like this kind of goes into capitalism, like people who know the system can use it the way that they need so that they're all their people get it real quick. You know, well, why wasn't my company able to do that, dude? I'm going to call my HR person as soon as this call is done and say, how come you weren't savvy enough to get me a, a sticky, sticky? <laughs> do you have a nurse on, on the roles that could make that conversation easier? Like that she could like, no, hear she we, we could have a nurse. call and be all like, the, these are frontline radio reps, man. I, you know, dude, I have to go on calls. People, look, I, yeah. I was joking about that because salespeople are in front of other people all the time. And you all never the time. know, you never know, dude. How I have a guy stuff. I have a guy that's been advertising for almost a year now. It may be oh. a year. It may be a year this month. I have never met the guy in real life. Not once because mm-hmm. of COVID, because they told us they want us to stay in and use teams and use zoom and use yeah. telephones. Absolutely. Like, they don't want us going out there. They don't want us to get sick. They also don't want us to get somebody sick and then they sue the company. That's really why they don't want us to go out. All companies are like that. But True. Uh, he he's never met me. And he's like, dude, I can't wait for you to take me out to lunch on your company's dime. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that either. But like, I can't do that. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's I haven't even dined out at a restaurant with my wife. I don't want to bring whatever, dude. It's fine. I just want to get vaccinated. And it makes me mad when I go online, I see people like, guess who got their card? Get ready for wine night. And I'm like, yeah, man, (laughs) I hope you get syphilis. I mean, that's not, I don't know. Like, that's the problem. I don't know. Like, what if they're sick? What if they have diabetes? What if they have something hard? I incidentally look through like the pre-existing conditions list. Mm -hmm. Cause right now in Colorado, it's one B I've been really following this. Right. And if you have like two of these pre-existing conditions, like you're in line. But I don't have two of them, which I'm grateful for, you know, yeah. and I'm sorry that people have two of them and have to get stuck because we need to take care of them. I'll tell you what, though, because I have this COVID 30 working because I've been at home all the time <laughs> and I was looking at the next group <laughs> and there's like a BMI calculator. And I was like, I wonder if I'm fat enough to get in on this BMI business, because if I am pokey, pokey, bro, let me tell pokey. you, not knowing anything about your you know, uh, your health details, BMI is BS. So if there's some sort of range on it, I, we all qualify for it. Have you looked at BMI mm. at all? I think it's, a I fake tried number. to, it's, well, a fake number, I, dude. dude, 
If it's a fake number that gets me a vaccine early, then I don't care. Like I'm into it. Cause we, I am ready, dude. Look, I don't look at myself as like a super fit dude. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not skinny. I'm not in shape. I try running every once in a while. And then I, you know, stop and I do the little, you know, the little bicycle while I'm playing video games. You know, you always hear me breathing hard into the mic, but dude, I tell you what, I am past overweight and I am oh, like I am in the obese category, on the edge, teetering into whatever is above obese because no, of BMI, good, dude. Well, then I'm probably morbidly obese, and I'm pretty stoked about it. <laughs> it. Listen, if you're in the obese category, I'm in bad shape, dude. Which is, I mean, on a look on a big level, it sucks. But yeah. like for this, let's go, man, dude. Johnson get, get and that, Johnson, get Modena, that pokey, pokey, dude. Get, Come on, yeah, man. As Centrica, like, let's go. <laughs> bang, 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 dude. I, I am just all of in. Dude, well, because I just want to go out, man. I just want to go. So here's, uh, you know, here's the thing. I, I can't trust other people. I've done really good in this pandemic. If people look back and, and they say, who was responsible during the pandemic? They can say, oh, Colfax was pretty good, dude. Like he did the, <laughs> the best he could to make sure that nothing weird happened in his life that I didn't okay, transmit. He, like he I was cool. Okay. <laughs> but I don't trust anybody else, man. People are foolish. And I have a hard time. I mean, very few people do I trust, you know, where I'm like, you're not taking care. Like I haven't sat my ass at home for the last 11 months to go out with somebody who just dicks around and then gets me COVID for no reason. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. And furthermore, it's becoming more complicated because as the weather is getting nice and we see a light at the end of the tunnel for this pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, it's not BS. Like we're getting to the point where like there's huge numbers of people being vaccinated. There's going to be herd immunity. Like we're getting there, but people are loosening up now and parents are starting to get wild. And that's what we're going to talk about coming up next. It's adventures in Deadland. I think one of the big problems, bro, that I'm encountering, and this is relating back to the kids. And I think we both have opinions on this. And we both talk about it. Yep. Kids, they've determined, like, my kids are back in school. Your son is in school. Like, kids, it's hard for the kids to transmit this to each other. And if they get it, like, it doesn't affect them. That's what all the science says. So it's we're doing good, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to get parents that are reaching out. They're like, hey, it's been, like, seven months since we've seen you. Can we have, like, an in-person play date? Mm. And here's the problem, man. Because, like, I, I mean, kids are kids. But, like, what are the adults doing? Like if what if these adults are someone that are like they're whack ass, like anti-maskers, like run around licking doorknobs. Like I don't I don't want them in my house using I mean, I've water fountains, not nobody (laughs) except for you is using water fountains. We'll get to that. I I just I'm not letting some adults in my house that I don't know, because we've Uh talked about that. Your kids make friends with kids and then you have to immediately be friends with their parents, which is Mm. awful. Or good, who knows? I mean, I've met some people, nice people doing that. If you're listening, get, to get, <laughs> if you're listening, then you are the good, the good one. But like, my friends haven't even been over to my house. Am I going to invite some stranger ass because my kids' friends with them in school in my house? I don't so, know. Are we going to okay. go to the park? Two two things that I want to inject here, real quick, before we dive in, because this is going this is about to make me look terrible. Is no, no, um, do you when you do a play date with the kids? do kids just get dropped off or do you just drop kids off at somebody's house or do you go to the playground with like, what's a play date define it, the parameters. It so it, with that, it depends on the age of the kid that we're talking about. Yeah. And it depends on the relationship we have with the family already. Cause there's like two my daughters. Types. 
Yeah, because there is. My daughter's got friends that we know that we know know. You know what I mean? That like, if I said, "Hey, I'm going to stick around for the play date," they'd be like, "Why? Like, don't you want to do something?" Like, we got this, bro. <laughs> like, it would be unnatural. I, it, that depends on the level of how well you know the family. But like, my son, I, he has friends that like we don't need their parents, and I don't think I would drop them. I, I don't know, man. I don't think I would drop off and just be like, peace out. You know, I, I don't, it, it varies for friend and it varies actually for child on that one. My daughter, I'm a little more apt to be like, yo, like go play with your friends. Bye. Yeah. 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 Although that being said, like uh, one of those families that falls into that category, we went on a bike ride. The girls wanted to go on a bike ride together, which was uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. And I followed them on my bike, like 30 feet back. The entire time and 30 feet was because of them. They were like, you don't have to follow us. And I was like, yeah, I do kind of. And they're like, well, we don't want you listening to our conversation. And I'm like, all right, I'll back up a little more. (laughs) So basically I spent the afternoon in the park, riding my bike by myself with my daughter, like a half a football field in front of me. So, okay. So there's two different, there's two different play dates that you just described right within there with your own kids, right? Like where you're, you're there you're not necessarily there and active and part of the play date. You're there dropping them off at somebody's house or they're dropping off at your house. Cause you know them. And that's like within the house dude out and about that's just helicopter parenting, bro. Like I don't find that as a play date, like going to the playground together is to me in my head, mentally the same as dropping my kids off at, or my kid off at school. And then him spending an entire day with all these kids in the same room, just outside on the playground. Nah, see, pay. well, park's different too, though, because I wouldn't drop them. I don't, unless there was like something where I'm like, hey, we're going to hang out of the park. I have to run to the grocery store. Like, you care if I leave the kid there for a little bit and jet out. But if we all went to a park, if they're like, hey, we have a play date at the park, mm-hmm. we would go and one of us would hang out for the entire Absolutely. time. You'd have to, and that's the problem. You would have to like interact with adults that maybe you don't have a relationship with already. You know what I mean? And I don't want to meet new people, dude. I have enough people. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that to me, so that's that's one of the main defining factors of this. The other is um, as far as playdates go, you know, depending on who it is, and you know, I talked about this about our family a little while back in a couple episodes back, but we're sort of not necessarily trusting of other people to where we kind of host the playdate if it's like house to house kind of a playdate, like come over, we go over we're usually the ones being like, Oh yeah, we got this. Why don't you guys go jet off and do whatever? Like we're the ones there with the kids. Cause I don't, you know, I've got some weird thing about it. And to lead into why we brought this up is because my kids have done a play date with uh, kids from school where the kid, like the parents just dropped it off and then left. And what, what's really funny about that to me. And I don't know if I would ever do this at this current age that my son's at, which is five they come in, like, they don't even really come in. They like drop their kid off. They stand at the doorway, which I appreciate, you know, but then they're like, okay, when can I come pick them up? And then they like, you know, we kind of just juggle around for like, what's a reasonable amount of time. And they're like, okay, five. And then they jet off. And I'm like, dude, it's 1130 dropping a kid off at my house for six hours. What the hell is that? Yeah. There's people like that for sure, dude. And I'm not one of them. Like, let's say, so our sons played some Sea of Thieves together and we know each other, but I would never be like, yo, I'm going to drop them off at your house and I'll see you at seven o'clock tonight. Like, that's weird, dude. I would be like, hey, weird. you want to use your grill? Let's make some burgers this afternoon. The boys can play around in the backyard. And you'd be like, dang, that sounds dope. And then you and I would. 
you and I, you and I would sit on your back porch and the kids would go play whatever they're going to do. And there is something, but I know you, so it's fine. I don't think I would do that with somebody I don't know right now. Like I wouldn't True. go, I wouldn't go into somebody's house. I don't know right now. That's freaking crazy to me. And maybe I'm sheltered, dude, but like that sounds like for me going to a stranger's house right now and like trying to interact with an adult that I never met sounds like worst case scenario, basically, because it's already it awkward and COVID's going to make it even worse, man. Oh, it is. You know, dude, you get you get weird about it, honestly. And because like, then, like, do you wear a sorry? Go ahead. Do you I wear a mask say, when you go into someone's crib? I have not done any of the going into somebody else's house thing because well, like I said, you? we do the thing where we're like, yeah, come on over here. So when the adults come to drop off the kid, you wear a mask at the door. I do. Okay. Do the the other adults wear the masks at the door? Sometimes. Depends then on I the think if they parent. don't wear a mask, you're going to bounce their kid. You got to be like, get back in the car and go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, man, I'm not playing. I'm paranoid. It's a pandemic. The last pandemic happened in the beginning of the 1900s and people like black plague, like, and people were taking it lightly, man. Quit being a jackass. I would bounce somebody out immediately. In fact, today, so my (laughs) my wife runs. No, this is a good example, though. My wife runs the Girl Scout troop, but they're doing Zoom and it's it's hard. But they try and come up with activities for the girls. So they made these little kits. They're going to make like some sort of cake and like some sort of craft. But they put it in a plastic bag and then it sits on the front porch and the parents can drive by and pick it up. And then their kids can do the activity together on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And one of the dads stopped by this morning. And we sat on my front porch and just kind of chatted, but we were both masked up, dude, because we're responsible adults. And I haven't yeah. seen him in seven months. Yeah. I'm not trying to get the COVID from somebody for a craft project, dude. Well, so like, so really, okay. So I haven't done too many play dates with the kids. Um, I think I can only think of two times that it's happened really. Uh, so there's two different families that we've done sort of this play date thing with. And one is, and they both wear masks when they pick their kids up. So as far as like good judgment goes, I feel like they're decent judgment. Good, man. There's nothing wrong with that. But when they showed up without a mask, it was kind of jarring. I was like, hmm. yeah, it's weird, man. People that roll without masks right now are weird. I'm just saying, and I don't want to get into politics. Like, don't tweet at us. Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't care. <laughs> don't I went at to, you? I, no, don't at me. I don't. I went to Raising Cane's yesterday. They're, they grand opened to Raising Cane's like a block from the crib, man. Like, right up here. I can't, I don't want to dox myself, but like, they opened a Raising Cane's in proximity to where my house is, my neighborhood. It's, yeah, dude, it's on like Hamden and, Hamden and Tamarack. I can tell you. Like, I, you can't find me. I'm somewhere in this quadrant of Denver, right? Um, by our Starbucks, actually, actually up the road from Starbucks, right? By the Target up there. Anyway, Wait, can I can I go off on a quick tangent? Let me finish this, and you should go on a tangent. Is it about okay. chicken? No, it's is it about, about chicken. It's about, it's about being raising crazy. canes. It's about being crazy and looking people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me demonstrate this, and I want you to tangent up. Okay. So I'm in the line, right? We're all waiting for some ch- chicken and the, the sauce that they love, which is really like Thousand Island dressing, some barbecue sauce or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had a little tent set up where they were giving away like free tchotchke things for like the grand opening. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and this adult dude, he was like a college or a high school student or something, that age bracket. Okay. I would say 18 to 25 range, right? Okay. He jumps out of his car and he goes up the tent to like get like a raising canes t-shirt or something, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you can <bleep> that <laughs> if you want. <laughs> that was a little hard. I know. I know that was a little tough. But like all the employees have masks on. Everybody's got masks on. And this mm-hmm. dude just like rolls up to this table. And he's like, can I get me a free T-shirt? Oh, my. And God, I was dude. like, what people the hell and is wrong free, with that, dude? People in their free like, T-shirts, I, man. It's crazy. That is so disrespect. He just like ran out and he's like, what's up, bros? I changed accent because I don't know what he was. But like he was like, <laughs> what's up, bros? I need me some swag. And I'm like, what is happening? Oh, like, why God. didn't you throw a mask on before you ran up to these people? Those poor Raising Cane's employees have to deal with people all day. And I don't know if they're on the vaccine list. Are restaurant workers on the vaccine in the vaccine category right now? Not that I because they should be, saw, but I yeah, they should be. Dude, minimum wage, kid, minimum wage employees that, that are showing up to work all should be up ahead yeah, of everybody. That dude that's working at the, the, the cash register at Raising Cane's, mm-hmm. like giving chicken to all the people, give him a pokey poke. I know. Me. Dude, he and I just it. said like a 15 minutes ago that I don't want anybody else to get it before me, but like get the kid that's working at raising canes, a pokey poke right now. Right. Because like this dude just ran up to him. He's like, yo, I need it. I need a t-shirt. And I was like, yo, you don't have a mask on. Like I thought like, can I hit him with my car and get away with it? And I couldn't No, There's no way. Like I would have been, I would have been stuck, but I can't believe it. I was like, are you out of your tree? Yeah, dude. This no, is a this, pandemic, man. Like what are you are doing? Thinking, dude, people are not thinking straight. I think there's this like, there's a combination right now, right? Like you, you kind of outlined it. One being that people are impatient and it's been a really long time, which it really has. I mean, bro, I feel like we, both you and I are kind of on the tail end of where people are at, where we're still kind of doing, like, I'm, I feel like I'm still doing the lock-in, right? No, like I'm still I really haven't, in, I really haven't gone anywhere significant except for I went on a hike which was nice, cool dude, dude. it know. was really awesome I know. um so that was me getting out into nature and there was you know people there and i wore a mask when i was on the trail you know especially around other people bro you know what i want you to but i do the same thing like my daughter and i go bike riding and i told yeah. her she's like do i have to wear a mask and i was like here's the deal i want you to have the mask on yeah and if we like get into an area where there's a lot of people i want you to pull the mask up mm-hmm. but like i want you to be respectful i tell her like this the mask is a sign of respect like i respect your area anyway yeah, but is. yeah you would you and i are on the overcautious thing but it's like a it's a pandemic that killed five hundred thousand americans and people don't seem to respect that no, think about those assholes and uh, i said another bad word dude we're gonna get an explicit rating on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> what about those stupid kids in boulder last weekend oh i didn't read about that what happened Oh, my God, dude. They had a keg party that turned into a boulder riot where they flipped a car. There was like hundreds of kids out there d- doing Jeez. something. I don't know what they were doing. But boulder people are crazy. I, used to I like there. listen. There's a lot of Boulder chatter on Twitter right now. And I uh-huh. actually, I was going to tweet. I was like, yo, you got to get off Boulder. Like I'll defend Boulder. <laughs> like you and I can make fun of Boulder because we live in Colorado. Yes. But like the Washington Post wrote this crazy thing about Boulder. I'm like, yo, East Coast elitist. You better get off Boulder. Yeah, dog. Stay get a brick. Like I don't want, like we can make fun of Boulder because we live here. And I like Boulder. I go tubing in Boulder. We go to, I go to, you know, the big Boulder on the, all the way out. We go to the the brewery and the name's escaping me right now. It's, it's, it's right behind me. They're the ones that brew the Colfax beer, which makes me feel terrible. Oh no. Oscar blues. Oscar blues. I, you know, like I like Boulder, but like you, you got to pull it together. People are like impatient. The problem is it's starting to seem okay. The it other does, problem. Does, that's the thing is people are taking this as it is okay that I don't have my shot. 
Or on the flip side, like we started, it's okay that I have my shot to go out without my mask. And Wait, we were you, talking about that. You brought yeah. that up before we started talking on the podcast. There's old. So what are these old people doing? Dude. So a lot of people that are getting the shot are now breaking the quarantine, you know, cycle. Like they're excited to go out and do things now. And so, you know, it, the article was kind of like the title of the article was a little shock value, like old people out doing their thing, you know? Um, but I think half of the people within the story themselves were still taking precautions as they were going. Oh, the other half was, they were just like, it was like ripping off a mask, throwing it and then walking outside and, you know, being with people and having dinner parties with people. And like, it seemed super sus dude. Like, yo, I hate old people now, man. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I, it, that's not, that's on brand for old people. There's this little Mexican restaurant I go to by the house uh -huh. owned by this family. We go yeah. every Friday we get takeout because mm -hmm. I want them to survive. So yeah. I don't know if my taco order every Friday is going to help them, but I think if the whole neighborhood makes sure we get tacos from them every Friday, when we get through this, they're going to survive. Dude, right? yeah, every dollar counts, man, especially for those guys. Jeez. So it's a little place and they're at half capacity. And when I go up there, it's weird because I have my mask on and I yeah. go in there, I just get takeout. I don't do curbside because I feel a little more comfortable. I can go in and say hi to them, but like, then I'm out. Dude. I'm not mm -hmm. eating there. Yeah. But I'll give you one guess of the uh, demographic of everybody that's when the tables are half capacity, there's probably six tables in there. Mm -hmm. I'll give you one guess of the demographic on who's sitting at that table. 1830. One guess. No, it's <laughs> old 65 people. plus. Dude, I know, I know. I know. It's I'm always messing. old people. It, it's, it's always some old people and they're just like chilling, eating some like chips and salsa spitting on their fingers. Ooh, the <laughs> I need some guacamole. Dude, oh and gosh. I literally like, I'm telling you, man, I want to knock out every single old person inside there. I'm like, we shut down the country to protect your generation. And now you're in this restaurant eating those, that chips and salsa, like nothing's going on. They're all like, Oh, pass me some of that delicious hot sauce guacamole. Oh, and I want to knock their old asses out. Cause I'm like, you need to be at home. With an N95 on. What are you doing out in this restaurant right now, old people? And Using it's always shareables, open. dude, shareables, like salsa. Come on, dude, man. You think there's any time soon that you're going to double dip on some like guacamole with people that aren't your immediate family? Because the answer is no. Yeah, it's true. It's true. No way. Fact, That's dead. You're you going to get your own guacamole. So you know what? You know what's weird? And I never really put any thought into this until you said that just right now. Is... um. So when I make the kids breakfast, as I wake them up and get them, you know, get my one ready for school and all mm -hmm. out the door, I used to eat the rest of their breakfast after they were done. Cause they never ate it all. And I always like, you know, I would always like shrink down the level or whatever, but then they would eat even less. Like it's like they, they have this thing yeah. where they don't finish their food, which is great because I have the opposite where like, I cannot not finish my food. If that makes sense. Anyway. Sure. Um, one thing that I've noticed is that I'm not eating their left, like their leftovers anymore. Like it used to be just a, like a don't waste food. I'll eat it, you know, kind of a thing. And I'll eat less of my own or, you know, whatever, like a order less. Um, but ever since sort of the pandemic happened, like, I'm always like looking at like the leftover cereal, like mm -mm, I'm throwing that away. I don't, Man. is that weird? No, but I mean, I, go both ways like yeah like sometimes on the friday when we get the tacos and my son eats like one bite of his taco and he's like i'm off to play minecraft see I'm i like, would eat that see i have but i can also see not doing it i don't think i would finish their cocoa puffs in the morning and certainly outside of the kids or my wife 
Oh, there's yeah, nothing no. doing anymore, dude. No. Like back in the day, I can't even think. Like I don't even know if I was really comfortable back in the day if I had like a a Nalgene with some water and someone was like, "Yo, I'm really thirsty." I'm like, "Yo, take a swig, swig off my water bottle. Like, don't dehydrate." I don't hey, think I would know, do that now. Yeah, no, this is true. I wouldn't do that anymore either. But I don't even want to get into the details of the things that I used to do. <laughs> Well, you, dude, and now we're going to wrap it up with the tease, man. Uh, we talked about the whole thing. You and I argued about this a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago. Like, you love drinking fountains. And I understand, like, the cold water coming from the pipe. Like, it's making me thirsty right now thinking about it. Yeah, dude. But, bro, there is zero chance I'm ever, 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 ever going to drink from a drinking fountain again. Exactly zero. why the reason you should now, because nobody will. I can't. It's going to be even cleaner this time around. He, he posted gerbil posted a <laughs> picture on his instagram this week of a drinking fountain and it had like these warning signs it was like drinking fountain closed due to covid forever and he's all like look bro gonna get me a drink was it on did you try and get a drink from that or was it shut off it was shut off see i would do one of the water bottle things because some of the drinking fountains have those water bottle filler things i would do that but i don't think i would drink from a because my kids and i we talked about this and we listened to the episode here in the house which was fun i was really scared that i said something weird about my kids Mm. but my daughter was like i don't use drinking fountains either because little kids will put their mouth like over the whole like apparatus like Uh squirting thing and i was Uh like gross dude there's no way bro they're all up on there dude no way i would you shouldn't use those if you don't like drinking fountains. Don't use those water refilling stations. Hmm, it's different though. It's not. Nah, nobody's putting their mouth on the filling they station. Are thing, because they put their mouth on the water bottle and then the water. How many people do you see when when they used to use them jam their water bottle all the way up in there? I don't know. No, I don't ruin it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, now that you say that, you're right. You Just, know what's gonna happen, dude? You know, you know what? what's gonna happen. I need it's to get the same st- thing, bro. Ah, see, that's right into stuck. your water bottle I know, water. Ew. I know it sucks, dude. I need to get stuck with a vaccination <laughs> sticky right now, dude. Or I'm going to be walking around triple mask. Oh, I don't even want to go down this road. Here's the thing. I'm scientists should not be allowed to use social media. <laughs> dude, it's it's a great way to just inject weird information. Here's the problem. Yeah. Science is evolving. And a lot of people, and even I, like the problem is science evolves. News outlets, this is going to make me sound wacky, but just let me finish this before you judge. News outlets make sensationalist headlines so people click their product and they sell ads to make money. And if you combine the two, it's super dangerous. Uh-huh. Like the scientists have said all along, they're like, well, we don't know if the mask can be super protective. Well, maybe a mask is good. And then, you know, they're like, well, now with these weird, like super contagious strange, like if you can, two masks might be pretty good. Yeah. And people are like, the scientists don't know what they're talking about because they keep changing and moving the goalpost. Well, actually, like as time goes on, the scientists have more data and they understand what's going on a little better. It's not mm-hmm. a definitive thing. Like what they thought about Corona last March is different what they're thinking about now. Right. And that's so maybe it's tough for the scientists. People are thirsty for information, but it's it's weird because it translates hard on Twitter. Because if someone that's like an epidemiologist says it may be safe to go road tripping, then your favorite news site's gonna be like road trip safe according to leading epidemiologists. But is that true? Like I'm not sure. They might change their opinion one week so, from now. So okay, so I completely agree with you. You're that none of that sounded crazy to me. 
Like why, I'm, I'm on the I'm same not, plate with where you're yeah, at. I I'm not anti-information or anti-science. I just think that maybe what we learned from this on that aspect of it is they need to be a little more careful with their messaging. Maybe but, every scientist, every science department that puts these things out, they need a good, not a PR person, but a good messaging person. So they so know like the message is clear. Here's what I know about uh, scientists and scientific information going out. And I'll try to find the clip. Um, I'll, I'll try to find the clip of a scientist explaining this, but when scientists use very specific words for how they describe something as whether it's relatively safe or well, it, you know, it's well known or whatever, however, they portray that information is how they've not only been trained to say it, but it means something different when they say things very, very slightly different. And so when a scientist is saying this, you know, is, um, this is like supposedly not a cause of whatever in regular everyday you and me speak. That's, that's saying this is absolutely not going to give you this disease. Yeah. The way in which they present information is very, very specific for what they're like, their training has sort of evolved into. And it, that is kind of a step behind where we're all like, it's, you know, it needs to be now it needs to be information that's concrete and it needs to be definitive, right? Like it, it's, there's no marketing within science. And that's where that's like the one little area where there's a bubble where you can't yeah. really like say these extremely concrete things, even though they do say them, they just say it a different way. I'll try to they find need- the clip because it's perfect. It's it explains it perfectly. And when scientists talk to other scientists, they relate that information that way where it's like, Oh, well that means that there's no way that you can get this from this thing. Yeah. Well, and that's a problem because people are also, we don't know anything about COVID and we didn't, we still probably don't. And people are hungry for information because they've been stuck selling radio ads in their house for the last 11 months. So it's like a weird, perfect storm. Remember when they were like, we don't think it's airborne. And they're like, oh no, by the way, totally airborne. And Absolutely they're like, airborne, remember, yeah. I, like we wiped down our groceries for a long time. And mm. then they were like, well, the chances of you getting it from that are very, very slim. And I'm like, mm-hmm. very slim or not? Like, I need to know this info because people are scared. And that's you know? the thing. And you'll so get it know. In, that, in that case, when they say very slim, they mean like one in 300 million or something like that. So one out of everybody in the U.S. would get it that way kind of a thing. Yeah, but they, it doesn't translate well in a tweet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the other problem is someone picks, there are exceptions to the journalist rule, but you get to these news organizations that'll pick up on that and they're like, you can get COVID from your groceries mm-hmm. and then people freak out. And it's, it's weird. It's, we need a bet. I think Fauci does an okay job. I think uh, his name, he does that, that in the bubble podcast, Andy Slavitt is now working for the Biden administration oh, and okay. he's follow him on Twitter. He's really eloquent at being temper. He's trying to be optimistic. He's kind of realist. Like he doesn't, he realizes he's talking to people like you and I mm-hmm. that don't are not epidemiologists. And we just want to know, bro. Like, I want to know what's happening. I think that's a hard part. Cause I think we go, this relates back to the kids. Mm-hmm. This relates back to your weird obsession with drinking fountains. We're in a place now. It goes back to the old people who apparently eat tacos and like walk around without masks. Everybody's in a place now, but they, nobody really knows what they, what they can and can't do safely. We don't know. We're kind of in uncharted territory because everybody's sure. Look, I look outside now. It's gorgeous outside. I'd really like to go outside and do something, you know, like I'd like to go barbecue with you. 
I'm Dude, like, we need to, to have you ribs. over. Yeah, come over. I'll fire my grill, play some cellars of Catan on the table. The kids can jump on the trampoline. Like, we can lament the fact that my neighbor's dog barks at me all the time. Like, these are things <laughs> I want to do. Like, can I do it? Can, can they just come out and say, yeah, man, go do that? Like, that's what I need, man. That's well, why I need have, a pokey poke. I think once we have the vaccine, then it's good, right? Hey, I'm going to be just like those damn old people. Once I get the pokey poke, it is. I'm going to drink from drinking fountains. I'm like, yeah. not going to wash. I'm not going to wash my hands. Like I'm going to touch things. I'm going to touch my eyeballs. I'm going to touch my nasal cavities. I'm going to rub my tongue. Uh, and, and then, then I'm gonna touch double, double dip on the ranch the salsa. Yeah. And you know, what's going to happen. I'm going to end up with like COVID 21 or something <laughs> oh, like something dude. new. Come anyway. on. I hope people are with us, man. We hope you're staying safe. You know what? I'd like to hear from somebody. I'm not, I'm not trying to charge. If you got stuck, I mean, I could talk to my wife. I'd like to know, is there any like reverse FOMO on that? Like, like I think you if, wish that you didn't get it? Or you wish that other people, I'm sure everybody wishes somebody else was get it. I, I bet you we know people that like maybe aren't in a place where like, like if you're a nurse at DG, you should get the damn vaccine and you should be happy about it. Like yeah. you should be proud. Be like, yeah, man, pokey poke. I'm down. Yeah. But like, I would love to talk to somebody that maybe was like, well, yeah, I kind of just told them I was a little overweight and I got a pokey poke. Like, do you feel guilty? You know, I don't so, know. So I have, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. When you look at the vaccine as a whole, do you think out of a hundred people like you'd still want to give a hundred people the vaccine because they tried to play the game to get the BMI, to get them to get the vaccine just so they could have it earlier. That's okay. Or do you think it's better to like filter it up to people that you think like Chick-fil-A guy, or what did you say? You said, yeah. Raising Kane's chickens. Guy. Yeah. Here's the pro. Well, dude, it's twofold. One. Yeah. I think if we can get it into the arms of these people who have to deal with people at fast food restaurants first, I am mm -hmm. about that. But also we already established, I'm already looking at my BMI number to try and get it there and get pokey poke. <laughs> and I'm not essential on any level, dude. Like, so, you know, I'm, I'm mixed on that. Here's the good thing, whether it's me or whether it's the kid at the chicken place, the way the vaccines work and this, you know, we don't want to rabbit hole this because this goes down to like the effectiveness level of these vaccines and people are dumb and they're like, we don't want the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. I'm like, you're an idiot. Like you need to get poked. We get to a point where enough Americans, enough Denverites, enough people in Boulder are pokey poked and the virus has got nowhere to go. That's mm -hmm. why we're getting vaccinated. Right. The, the virus transmits because it goes from person to person and then it mutates. It does weird things. And then it makes maybe not you sick, but you transmit it to me and maybe I get sick and I transmit it to someone that doesn't get sick. But the next person, that's the way it works. Right. So the more people get the pokey poke, the better off we're all going to be because that virus is not going to find somebody to get to, to latch on to. And yeah. That so whether it's me, I mean, with the BMI fakeage, or it's the kid at the chicken shack, I think everybody should get poked. I hope that people that are in high risk situations are able to get it first. Is that a yes. good way of putting it? That's a great like, way I, to put I, it. I, I because hope honestly, that's 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 the way to look at it. I think yeah. I, I I think I phrased my question the wrong way to make it seem like it's a bad decision one way or the other. Honestly, I you know I feel as if I'm probably the one of the many lower risk people hmm. that's out there. So probably, you know, I'm, I'm okay waiting for when it's like readily available to the masses on a level that it's just me waiting my turn yeah. to get it. Um, because I, I want other people, like I want, 
the Chick-fil-A guy to be able to, to go in. I want you to be able to go in. I want like, you know, my parents to get it. And I want like, Are your I, parents think they already have, I think they okay. already, I think they already had it. They live they out in California and they don't talk to me. So oh, well, <laughs> they do talk. No, no, no. They do talk to me. I'm just kidding. They talk. All right. Well, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, look, I'm joking about how I need a pokey poke. If, if like I was standing in the line at the vaccination center, is that even a thing? I don't know. Yeah. Did and, you drive up? Don't you, you drive in. Well, there's like my dad. Through. Yeah. My dad got it. At, my dad got it at Coors field, dude, with yeah, 10,000 other old people one weekend. Yeah. But let's say like I pull up in line. And there's like one vaccine. This is really improbable. And there's like one vaccine left, right? And it's yeah. me and the guy from the chicken place. I want the guy from the chicken place to get it before Atta me. boy. But if there's two of us, I want it too, baby. Let's yeah, go. Of course. Time to ball, dude. You know dude. what I mean? Like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. We plan yeah. our summer vacations. Dude, which I'm going to write down here so we don't forget. That would be a really good conversation for the next Adventures in Deadland. Are you making summer vacation plans? And like, what are you going to do? We won't know until next time. Damn, that's a good tease, bro. <laughs> Damn, that's a good tease. You can follow me on Twitch. I'm just, dude, I need to get streaming. It's been weird. My computer blew up, but we're back. Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything's at Hey Colfax. And you can find me, G3RPIL, underscore in real life. And I'm doing all sorts of cool stuff on Instagram, but I'm trying to get back into TikTok. Are you? I like your experimenting, dude. I'm just sticking with my traditional. I, I can't. I, I'm not good at TikTok, dude. Yeah, TikTok, man. Check. Honestly, TikTok and LinkedIn are the two best places to be right now. For nerds, man, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. That's I'm joking. All right, follow us on the things. We'll be back next week. We'll talk summer vacation. It's adventures in Dublin. Goodbye. Bye. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Uh, been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 